This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. He gets so crazy at times. It sounds like... You yell back at your radio. What are you talking about? What the hell? He gets so angry. You tweet to try and calm him down. Now, he gets an hour all to himself. It's Sparky's Midday Madness on the fan with Steve Sparky Pfeiffer. Welcome in, Sparky's Midday Madness, live from the Gene Wagner Plumbing Studios. For all of your plumbing needs, go to GeneWagnerPlumbing.com. Steve Sparky, Pfeiffer. Dan Plucker, executive producer, other side of the glass. Right there at the end of the Wendy's Big Show, we heard uh, the statement that Dan Plucker read concerning Barry Alvarez. Uh, and Barry Alvarez's statement is in regards to the leaked audio uh, they came from a private meeting after a game against Iowa back in February in which the seniors, seven of them, three assistants and Coach Guard all met in the media auditorium after the game was done and talked, according to Jim Polzine's report, for about two hours. About two hours. And within it, uh, without reading all the quotes and so forth, because uh, I read it about an hour ago, I guess I could read some of them here in a little bit, but pretty much just said that these seniors told him that they have no relationship with their coach. Uh, They can't talk to their coach. They don't think there'll be a relationship with their coach once they're done playing basketball at Wisconsin. Uh, They brought up the Kobe King situation from the previous year when Kobe King left uh, all of a sudden. And then we later find out that there was stuff going on the strength and conditioning coach who was accused of uh, being a racial epithet or something like that um, as well. Uh, guard came in and apologized for the way he'd been acting with the team and so forth and crying and so forth. Um, that bond of the team, remember, they got on that big run and then was cut short because of the pandemic. And then last year, this last season, his behavior goes right back to how it was before Kobe King locked. And that's what really made these seniors even more upset is you apologized last year, it bonded us, we got on our run, and now we come back this year and you're acting the same way as you did the previous year. To me, that's a pattern of behavior. To me, that is... A big-time concern, I think, if I'm Chris McIntosh and Barry Alvarez. That's how I look at it. Gary wasn't all that concerned about it, necessarily, about Greg Gard. And, again, he's the player. Uh, I'm not. Um, So that very well may be that Barry Alvarez and Chris McIntosh aren't concerned about Greg Gard either. We had not heard from Greg Gard. In that story that Jim Polzine wrote in the Wisconsin State Journal, Madison.com, we tweeted it out earlier from the Big Show Network, and I believe 1250 as well, right, Plucker? Yeah, tweeted it out from at 1250 AM, the fan as well, if you want to go uh, read it. It's very long, but uh, worth the read if you're a a Badger fan, even if you're not. I don't remember another time uh, covering this sports where you have leaked audio from inside a meeting of a team in this state that gets out uh, to 
print media or radio uh, where you can actually listen to it or read the quotes from it uh, like we have here with the Badgers. Now, it very well may happen a lot, um, but it's the first time I can remember here locally having it happen to one of our teams. But Guard uh, told Polzine when he called uh, Guard last night that pretty much it's unfortunate that, you know, family business got outside uh, of the family pretty much, kind of like a Godfather thing. Uh, and now everybody knows about it. Now, we don't know who sent the audio. Uh, it's anonymous email. We don't know if it was uh, one of those players that was in that meeting that sent it. We don't know if it was an assistant coach that was in the meeting. There's no way Greg Gard sent it. Um, so w- we don't know who sent the email. It could have been nobody in that room. It could be that somebody recorded it in that room, shared it with others uh, at some point, and then one of the people they shared it with ended up deciding to send it to uh the Wisconsin State Journal, for whatever the reason, um, and passing it along. So it may not have been anybody in that room that actually sent it. it might have been somebody else. Again, we don't know. Neither is Jim Polzin in the Wisconsin State Journal. So that kind of summarizes what we're talking about here with Greg Gard. We are not going to talk about this the whole hour, necessarily, because there's some disturbing things that were said on ESPN earlier today uh, about Milwaukee uh, that I want you to hear. We're going to talk about that more than we are going to talk about this Badger stuff. But Greg Gard, along with Barry Alvarez, have released statements. We read Barry there at the end of the big show. Let's hear what Greg Gard had to say. Uh, that's This is a longer statement, Dan Plucker told me, uh, in the break. So let's hear what Greg Gard had to say. Go ahead, Dan. All right. Uh, you may have heard me a little bit from Barry Alvarez at the end, too, if we want to do that whole. Sure. I, I had to summarize quite a bit of it. But this is what Greg Gard had to say, the statement that was just released from the basketball pro- program. I care deeply about the student athletes in our program. I want nothing more than to help them and to see them succeed on and off the court. Our program has a lengthy track record of doing both. But the path to a championship or to graduation is not always easy. Sometimes there are setbacks. Difficult conversations have to be had. Sometimes people just need to get things off their chest. At the end of the day, I believe we are all better for having gone through challenging moments. I, along with my assistant coaches, have our players' backs. I am fully committed to their development as basketball players, students, and young men. I am willing and open to conversations with our players anytime in an effort to achieve their goals and those of our program. I am glad our seniors felt comfortable enough to come forward and give me an opportunity to address their concerns. Basketball seasons are full of highs and lows wins and losses, moments of joy and frustration. In 2020-2021 season, in particular, we made even more challenging and stress was made even more challenging and stressful due to the pandemic. I am proud of every student athlete on our team that competed and persevered and gave what they could for the success of the team. Needless to say, I am incredibly disappointed to find out that a private meeting between seniors from our 2020-21 team and our coaching staff was secretly recorded, edited, and made public. It shows a complete lack of care for our program culture and for the confidentiality that is owed to our student-athletes who want who wanted an opportunity to share their thoughts behind closed doors. Greg Gard. Okay, so a couple of things in my response. One, um, it doesn't appear like you really gave a damn about their culture either. With all due respect, Greg Gard, based on the quotes that are in this piece, you say you care about the student athlete, but again, that contradicts everything that these seniors were saying to you, which, by the way, again, true or not, don't know. But according to that, that piece that Jim Bozine wrote, you then apologized again a year after apologizing for the exact same behavior 
that you just got done apologizing for. I, I See, to me, again, I'm struggling with this, guys. I am struggling with this. Because his words don't mean anything at this point. They really don't. Fine, you make a mistake. Like, you know, you're in the middle of a pandemic. You're stuck with people, whatever. You change cut of who you are. Deal. Fine. Get it. You apologize. But then you go back into the same pattern of behavior. Well, at this point, that's just who you are. Th- th- that's who you are. For whatever the whatever the reason may be, that is kind of the guy who you are. Now, what I'd like to know is, I'd like to know that these programs, the, the, the seniors from the couple of years prior the, to the year prior to Kobe King, what were their thoughts on Greg Gard? The year before that, what were their thoughts on Greg Gard? So, because the Kobe King thing was prior to the pandemic. That was prior to the pandemic. So he apologized for his behavior. Then they got on the run and then the pandemic hit and then they got stopped. So there's no excuse for that. There's no out there. You can give them the out because of the pandemic last year. Fine. I hear it. I get it. We gave the Bucks out the out because of the bubble situation. Fine. I get that too. But he was that dude the previous year before the pandemic hit. Which might mean that's just who this dude is. And if that's the case, are you comfortable in that situation? And I'm sorry. If I'm a parent and that's my kid, do I really want to put him in that environment? Where I got seniors saying, I don't want this same crap to happen to the people coming in after me. That happened to me when I was here. So I'm going to let you know how I feel on the way out so I can live with myself. That type of stuff. I mean, I I, I can't. I, I can't. I can't send them. I can't send my kid to you. Well, not, not in good faith. Now, again, it's the kid's choice. And the kid's probably going to ask, you know, mom, dad, you know, wh- what's your opinion? You know, do, do you like one or the other or whatever the case may be? And kind of leaning this way, but, uh, you know, I got an open mind, kind of willing to listen. That would, I, I would be concerned. Because, again, it's not a one-year thing. If the only time this happened was the pandemic year, then I'd say, okay, fine, whatever. I mean, every, it, it was tough for everybody. So, you know, he had a lot going on. Not to mention the the horrible thing that happened with Howard Moore that was his assistant and everything went down with him and his wife. So you had that, I'm sure, hovering uh, over his heart and his brain as well. And all that added stress to go along with it. So I'm sure that was tough on him too. So there was a lot going on. But again, it's two years in a row. And for Barry Alvarez just to poo-poo and go, oh, it's fine. I've never, in my time following the Badgers with Barry Alvarez, I can never remember any player ever making any of those allegations about Barry Alvarez. Maybe those allegations are out there about Barry, and they're in private, and maybe they've been said to Barry in private, and we've never just heard a word of it. But a majority of these dudes that you're talking about Barry Alvarez is about the relationship with Barry Alvarez after football. Still, to this day, have that relationship. That's kind of what made Barry Barry. You hear all the time guys talking about how their coach was kind of like a second father figure to him. You know what? A good friend. Mike McGivern, who has coached basketball teams forever, talks about going to a lot of his former players' weddings and stuff and reliving the stories and still inviting their coach years later. 
Doesn't sound like Greg Gard's getting invited to any player's wedding anytime soon. Not of those guys that are on that team. How that's not a red flag when it's happened multiple years in a row is beyond me, folks. It really is. I, I don't get it. I, I If it was me, I'd be greatly concerned. There, there's my two cents on it. If you want to jump aboard and talk about it, you feel free to. Love to hear your two cents as well. 414-799-1250. 414-799-1250. Tweet us at 1250AM. The fan also want to talk about these comments made about the city of Milwaukee by these fine, fine folks on ESPN. We'll do that too here on Sparky's Midday Madness. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. Back clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome back, Sparky's Midday Madness on 1250 AM, The Fan. Steve Sparky Pfeiffer with you. Along with our guy Dan Plucker, executive producer of the show. All right, so... Earlier today, I believe, Dan, you said this was on first take earlier today on ESPN, right? Yep. So set the scene. So who who all is on first take besides Stephen A. Smith? Uh, Molly Karam. That's a Rami Makhlouf crush, by uh, the way. Yes, yes, she's married to Jalen Rose now, actually, Correct. ironically, from Michigan. That doesn't stop um, Rami from ha- having his game. Man. And, <laughs> and then Max Kellerman, and I can't remember who the third person in there is do you, do you know who is that it is damian woody uh, it's damian woody thank you yes it's yeah. damian woody i believe all right so damian woody is the other one so those are the characters uh in this piece of audio uh that we're going to play you uh and i'm very very anxious to hear what you all have to say about this uh this segment brought to you by jim dandy south 27th street in oak creek the jim dandy's concert series continues this saturday with rhythm kings at 6 30 no cover and all outside shows. Follow them on Facebook uh, for the schedule. Uh, and again, uh, Rhythm Kings, a dance band. So if uh, you are in a dancing and shaking your old boot, hey, uh, go check out the Rhythm Kings this Saturday at Jim Dandy's South 27th Street in Oak Creek. All right, so here we go. I've not heard this. Uh, I've heard a couple of seconds of it. I've seen a uh, reaction to it on social media so i was like well we didn't get a chance to do it on the big show because we got to it we saw this late so let's do it on the madness here here is the, those uh, people on first take on espn so well, Stephen a i'm worried about these des- this is these woody destinations that you, woody. Po- you possibly have to go to for the nba finals i mean no. <laughs> you really want to be in mill milwaukee is that where you want to be last milwaukee? year it was miami Hell, LA. No. 
He's heading Hell between yeah. Phoenix and Milwaukee You know now. what? Stephen a lot of a. segments going Stephen direct, a. right? You know what I just thought about, which is actually kind of funny? The only two times, the one time I didn't go to the Super Bowl, it was Minnesota. And this is the first year. I'm not sure what our plans are for first take, but I don't think we're going, Max and I. We'll see. And it's going to be terrible cities. I mean, good karma for me on that. Terrible cities. Hold on, hold on, Molly. Hold on, Molly. Hold on, Molly. There is a news. There is breaking news here. I don't believe either of them are going to win their respective series, but I don't believe I've ever rooted for Atlanta, the Atlanta Hawks, and the Los Angeles Clippers more in my life. I don't believe I've done it. Atlanta, I don't Atlanta, believe I've ever rooted for them more in my life. That is true. Stephen A., what's so good about Atlanta, L.A., too, besides the cities, the flights. There's so many flight options yeah. as well. Listen, you're, it might hey, have been Utah hey, and Milwaukee hey, this year, Stephen A., hey. All I, all I know is this. When you get to those locations, it's worth the flight. I'll say that much. Atlanta and L.A. They ain't, I don't believe they're going to do it. <laughs> but I've never rooted for them more in my State life. Being in the mix. I, I like when we were at that resort Ever. up at Golden State. That was yeah. nice. That was like being on vacation. Hey, Harry is nice. All right. Okay. So there you go. So you tell me. You hear that. What's your reaction uh, to these fools on, on first take? Well, what do you have to say to these guys uh, on first take that just pretty much trashed uh, Milwaukee. Yeah, dial it up. 414-799-1250. 414-799-1250. Uh, tweet us at 1250AMTheFan. Your thoughts on these comments by Damian Woody, uh, the former Patriot, cheater. Uh, Max Kellerman, the boxing guy. Stephen A. Smith, whatever you want to call him. Uh, and then Molly Karam, who came from the NFL Network, is over at ESPN now. So, your thoughts on what you just heard from them? I, I'm anxious. Is anybody? Does this bother anybody? Does it go in one ear and out the other year, and it doesn't really bother you? Because um, I'll be honest with you, like it kind of felt like a gut punch to me listening to this. Because that's the first time I had heard it. I hadn't heard it to that point. I mean, my Karen calling it a terrible city and just going in on the city of Milwaukee. Stephen A. Smith. You know, it's worth the flight to get to Atlanta and L.A. Stephen A. Smith just openly saying he's rooting against Milwaukee. See, and this is, the, this is where the issue lies, right? So when you have fans that say these dudes on TV have agendas that are making millions of dollars, like Stephen A. They say these dudes have agendas. I don't buy half the crap they say. And they're just trying to get what they want out of this. I always kind of am the ignorant one. Oh, man, come on. Stop. Stop. No. That, no, no, no. You guys, they always think negative, all media members. That's always what it is, so forth. Maybe y'all were right this whole time. Maybe I was dead wrong. Maybe I was. Maybe these fools on TV are just doing what they're told to say. Maybe none of these fools believe what they say on TV. Maybe that is the case. Very well could be. I have no idea. I don't know. I've never worked in TV at that level at ESPN or the rest of them or whatever. This here, those comments there, that seems all pretty genuine and honest to me. Trash in Milwaukee. Yeah, that that seems pretty genuine. Now, I don't know why, why you'd root against Phoenix. Like, Phoenix is beautiful. Why wouldn't you want to go to Phoenix, Arizona for? Like, I don't even understand that. I Scottsdale and Tempe and... I don't know. I love going down there for spring training. Like, I, for the life of me, I don't understand what their deal is with Phoenix. But they 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 tended to really pinpoint and hammer uh, on Milwaukee. And the, the the funnier thing about all of this is, um, 
is when we talk about these these fine, fine people, I'm guessing they've probably never spent more than a day or two in the city of Milwaukee in their life. I'm guessing Molly Karam has doesn't has never spent a week in Milwaukee. I'm guessing Stephen A hasn't. I'm guessing Damian Woody definitely hasn't. Um, Damian Woody played in New England, which is like by Boston with all the stuff we've heard about fans in Boston and all of their issues that they have with athletes. Again, blows my mind. I don't know. It felt like a gut punch to me. I, that's uh, that's all I got to say. It felt like a gut punch. Um, and it's hard now to watch these people, not that I really watched them anyhow, to be honest with you. Uh, a lot of times I just, you know, we get the clips on Twitter. Stephen A says something one way or the other. We go, um, or whatever the case may be. In, in the mornings, I'm running around doing show prep and getting ready. I'm not watching TV uh, at all. Um, so from that perspective, it's not like I watch it anyhow. But but that there, I mean, that's just a personal, personal attack one way or, or the other on them. And yeah, I don't know. I, I don't. And, and again, th- this goes back to the same narrative uh, as always. So if they feel this way about Milwaukee, right, what does the NBA feel like about Milwaukee? Do you think the NBA wants the NBA Finals in Milwaukee? Considering your guys that carry NBA games are trashing one of your final four cities in the NBA playoffs? It's not just these people. I promise you. It's not just Stephen A., Molly Karam and stuff that say this crap about Milwaukee. I guarantee you there are media members all over the country that feel the exact same way. A bunch of them. Now, there are some I've come across in, in time that love Milwaukee, that love coming here. They think it's a, a beautiful town and like coming to the summer to Summerfest or whatever. So there are some. But, man, oh, man. Uh, let's go to Mike Southside. You're first up on Sparky's Midday Madness. What do you make of what you heard there on ESPN's first take? Well, these goofballs ruined my whole take because I got to go to this and give them a little time. You know, how are you going to grow the league? You want L.A. and New York every year? Yes, they would. Absolutely. And if Vegas was an option, they would take Vegas. Chicago, I think they're good with as well. Yeah, big cities. You know, when when Green Bay is in the playoffs, all you hear is the announcers say, what a great place Green Bay is. You know, come come over here, you coopballs. Give it a chance. Go to the district. Go to Cobbs. Go look at the lake. They I, are not going out of their way to find some place called Cops for Custer. There's no, no chance of doing that. Stay home. Now, do you think our fans are really overlooking Atlanta too much? Uh, well, I mean, I guess that's for somebody else because I guess I'm overlooking Atlanta too because I think Bucks went in five. And uh, anyone who comes out of the West. Yeah, and the Bucks win well, that too. Real quick. Ryan McDonough, I, the former Suns GM, now Odyssey NBA insider, uh, he'll yeah. join us tomorrow at eleven thirty-five on the Wendy's Big Show. I know he is a big proponent of saying that the best team maybe not be in the East but in the West. So we'll talk to him about that tomorrow. Well, you know what scares me is I remember Allen Iverson going into L.A. Game One Finals and took care of business. This Trey Young, you're going to have to double team him. Let's nah, go. you got Drew Holiday, Mike. I don't got to worry about double-teaming Trey Young. Thanks for the call. No, 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 no. You you didn't want to double-team Kevin Durant, and now we're going to double-team Trey Young? I'll lose my mind. I'll lose my mind. You don't want to double-team Kevin Durant, but you're going to be willing to double-team Trey Young. Oh, my Lord. Seriously, don't even get me started if that happens. 
Uh, again, uh, asking your thoughts on this uh, piece by ESPN's uh, First Take. Tony, Northwest Side, you're next on Wendy's Big Show. Or not Wendy's Big Show. Sparky's Midday Madness. What's up, Tony? Look, I'm going to say this, and they might get me kicked off the show. Don't swear. Do not swear. Please do not swear. I'm not going to swear. Okay. But I like how people like Stephen A. and, and, and Jerry Rose and his wife forget where they came from. They used to come up in ghettos like everybody else. All time Milwaukee ain't good enough. When y'all came up in the same thing, now they're going to turn y'all back in the same use on his way back up and try to rebuild with the Bucks. Instead of showing some signs that I'm watching getting better, you want to forget where y'all came from? Uncle Tom's and sellouts. That's exactly what they are. If I can find a copy of their audio, I will put it on there. This is disrespectful. Yeah, it you is. You where you came from? You grew up in the ghetto in Detroit, man. And now Milwaukee ain't good enough? We're never going to be good enough for you guys? You're not going to show anything good about us? Yeah, this is insulting. This is insulting. If yeah. I saw them catch right now, I'll tell them in their face. I'll tell them what exactly what I call them. Sellouts. You're too good for us now, right? You're too yep. good for us. Yeah, you know, you bring up something interesting. Thanks for the call, Tony. Appreciate it. Um, you know, a lot of times professional athletes um, are, are gone after by fans for saying, you know, that they're sellouts. That, you know, you grew up in this neighborhood. Uh, you never come back. You have all this money. You never come back and help all of us that are left behind and that it can't get out and so forth. And you don't do anything for us. You start talking about these people in the media that are making millions of dollars um, hand over fist. Nobody ever talks about whether or not they go back. That that never, I've never heard that ever. I don't even know where Skip Bayless is from. Skip Bayless for a long time wrote uh, in Chicago. He was in Dallas, uh, obviously a long time as well. Um, I don't know where he is from in, in general, but I, again, yeah, I, I have no idea. Calling him a sellout. I'm not quite sure. I my my thing just is again living here and you have pride in where you live. Obviously, that sucks. It sucks to to hear that one way uh, or the other uh, from from that perspective. Vincent on the northwest side, you're next on Sparky's Midday Madness. Good afternoon, Sparky. Uh, uh, this is one of the reasons why we have to beg. We got one of the the newest and hottest arenas and, and sports areas in the country, and we have to beg for the NBA All-Star Game. The fact is, it's because of these, these individual so-called uh, uh, disrespectful national, national sports talk, talk show folks. The fact is, is that they don't know anything about Milwaukee. And, and, and so just, just, just to diss Milwaukee like this is it, 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 unbelievable. To see the, to see the Deer District for the last couple of games in Milwaukee, they should, they should be, they should be begging to come here to see, to see, to see that kind of crowd and be a part of that. But the fact is, this is why the Bucks get no respect, or, or, or Wisconsin games teams get no respect because these these national individuals. And so, and so, yeah, it, it was very disrespectful. I think they need to get their act together. I, I think they need to be admonished. I think they need to be admonished by ESPN. Some people, we need to start calling and saying, hey. Well, what has that? What, what should happen is the Bucks organization should be involved in this this they conversation. It, it, you know, the fans can do whatever we want on Twitter, and they, they don't care about that. Uh, if the Bucks organization gets involved with the NBA and ESPN, then that, that's, that's a little bit different at the end of the day. And how is the NBA, if they really do give a damn about Milwaukee, uh, like, you know, people keep trying to tell me they do. If they really do care, then they ought to be all over ESPN. Like, this is one of our final four teams, one of our biggest stars, play in that city that you just trashed on the air. Like, we can't have this. Like, you're absolutely killing us 
uh, at this point. You just can't have that type of stuff. I th- that's how I would look at it at least. Now maybe if if I lived in Chicago and they were trashing Chicago on there, calling it a crappy city and everything else, maybe you know the Chicagoans wouldn't care, right? Ah, whatever, we're Chicago, we're better than you anyhow. Who cares what you say about us? Maybe that'd be their attitude. If they were on the air trashing New York City, uh, maybe people in New York would be like, who cares, we're better than you anyhow. Maybe that would be it. Maybe because we're in Milwaukee, we don't have that same arrogant, uh, condescending attitude as you know bigger cities do. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I struggle with this. For me, it's the NBA and the Bucks that would probably have to get involved in this. But again, they're not going to do anything to these guys. Thanks for the call. And the other part of it is this too. Vincent brings up, hey, man, look at all those people in the Deer District. They should want to be a part of this and be with all those people. They think they're above you. They do. They don't They don't care about thousands of people in Milwaukee. Who cares? Tell me how big my nice check is. Tell me where I'm going to go get my feet done at and my fingers done at. Uh, and tell me where I can go have some, you know, some wine or whatever uh, on my off day and what club I'm going to. That that's that they don't give a damn about how many people there are in a city uh, cheering for a team makes no difference to them whatsoever. Not a factor. All they care about is what places they want to go to when they're in a city. You know what? What fancy restaurant can I go blow a bunch of money at? What club can I go to with all the other high end people? Whatever. That's what it is. It's not about publicity or being amongst the fans or the crowd. That's not what that is. Absolutely not. When when you get to that level, you don't care about everybody below you. You're, you're just up at that level, and you only pretty much deal with people at that level. That That's kind of where you're at. Sucks. Does. But to me, that's, that's kind of how this whole thing works. Let's go to John and Wauwatosa. You're next on Sparky's Midday Madness. What do you make? of uh, these fools on ESPN's first take. Uh, they're killing me, man. I, I hate hearing that um, on a national broadcast, them ripping Milwaukee. But, the, you know, that's just another example of media bias, and it's, I hate it. But the question I have for you is, you know, what do the refs think? Are the, are, are the refs, do they like coming to Milwaukee? Are they going to make a decision on a last-minute call saying, hey, yeah, maybe I don't like Milwaukee so much. I'm not going to give them the benefit of the doubt. Yeah, I hadn't thought about the refereeing angle. As far as I'd rather be in Atlanta the next series than having to deal coming back to Milwaukee for three or four days or whatever the case may be. I mean, you would hope that's not the case. You would hope that referees uh, aren't using that in the back of their head on a call in a game or whatever. The referees aren't like, dude, we really don't want to go back to Milwaukee for Game 7, do we? I mean, we could just end this now and be out of here. I mean, you're hoping those conversations aren't happening. You really are. You're hoping you're not having that conversation uh, at some point, but you don't really know. I mean, remember the the, the cheating ref was Tim Donahue, and he is an, an former NBA ref, uh, and he talked numerous times about different things that were happening in games uh, when he was in the NBA. But that's that's a great point, John. Thanks for the call. Great point. Great, great point. If you have not heard the uh, audio from ESPN's first take, trashing Milwaukee, Molly Caram, Stephen A. Smith. Uh, Damian Woody, a cheater patriot, uh, and Max Kellerman. If you haven't heard it, uh, I'll play it for you again coming up next. Sparky's Midday Madness. VR and Hold will get you guys coming up. Uh, your thoughts. To me, it was a complete gut punch when I listened to it for the first time there in the last segment. We'll play more of it for you coming up next. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. 
You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. There are any number of reasons you might consider selling your home. That's where an agent who is a realtor comes in to navigate the process to sell your home in a way that's right for you. Because that's who we are. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. Sparky's Midday Madness on 1250 AM. The fans, Steve Sparky, Pfeiffer with you. Dan Plucker, other side of the glass. Executive producer extraordinaire. Rami Makhlouf comes up with the Rami Show 3 to 6 today. You want to stay tuned for that. Talking about this first take audio from earlier today. Molly Karam, Stephen A. Smith, Max Kellerman, and Damian Woody, uh, the former New England Patriot, uh, talking about the... NBA Finals and, you know, what city they might have to go to and so forth. Uh, and it all starts off with Damian Woody. So, well, Stephen A., I'm worried about these des- these destinations that you po- you possibly have to go to for the NBA Finals. I mean, no. <laughs> you really want to be in Mil- Milwaukee? Is that where you want to be? Last Milwaukee? year it was Miami. Hell no. He's had between <laughs> Phoenix and Milwaukee You know now. what? A Stephen lot of segments a. going Stephen direct, a. right? You know what I just thought about, which is actually kind of funny? The only two times, the one time I didn't go to the Super Bowl, it was Minnesota. And this is the first year. I'm not sure what our plans are for first take, but I don't think we're going, Max and I. We'll see. And it's going to be terrible cities. I mean, good karma for me on that. Terrible cities. Hold on, hold on, Molly. Hold on, Molly. Hold on, Molly. There is a news. There is breaking news here. I don't believe either of them are going to win their respective series, but I don't believe I've ever rooted for Atlanta, the Atlanta Hawks, and the Los Angeles Clippers more in my life. I don't believe I've done it. Atlanta, I don't believe yeah, I've ever rooted for them more in my life. That is true. Stephen A., you're so good about Atlanta, L.A., too, besides the cities, the flights. There's so many flight options yeah. as well. Listen, you're li- it might hey, have been Utah hey, and hey, Milwaukee hey, this year, Stephen A. Hey. All I, all I know is this. When you get to those locations, it's worth the flight. I'll say that much. Atlanta and L.A. They ain't, I don't believe they're going to do it. <laughs> but I've never Gold, rooted I for them Golden more in my State life. being in the mix. Ever. I, I like when we were at that resort Ever. up at Golden State. That was yeah. nice. That was like being on vacation. Hey, Harry is nice. All right. There you go. So, now now when Stephen A. talks about this this conference finals, I'm supposed to listen to him and act like he doesn't have a, a, a preference. When he talks about the Western Conference Finals, I'm supposed to listen to him and act like he doesn't have a preference. I just, he ruined all credibility going forward on everything the man says moving forward. Like, literally nothing the man says moving forward, I, I, I could care less. Like, I, I wasn't a huge fan of Stephen A to begin with, but I, I was okay. G- gave us some good topics for sports talk radio with the nonsense he says sometimes. Sometimes it, it seemed pretty on, on point. Other times he was completely off base probably. Now I really do not care what the man says going forward. Uh, Mike the Painter, you're next on Sparky's Midday Madness. Yeah, they're all a bunch of sellouts because they're only doing what they're 
you know, the talking heads and the suits are asking them to do. They they don't know nothing about these cities. They, if they did, they would be welcomed here, you know, and they would like to come here because there's nothing wrong with Milwaukee. There's nothing wrong at all with it, you know. They're just they're just a bunch of sellouts, and that's what ESPN is, and the NBA itself too, because they have just as much to do with this as anybody. Look at what they did to us when we had the best record in the NBA. They they put us on the marquee games at the marquee times during you know during the playoffs last year. It's it's all about the money. It's they're just a bunch of sellouts. I'll put nothing, no credence to what they're saying at all. I never like them. I don't watch ESPN anymore, anyways, because they never do any coverage of the Bucks. Oh well, so, I don't know about that. They they talk about Giannis yeah, quite but a bit. It's not that much. That's not that much. They don't they don't do enough. All right, thanks. they should have done more. But gotcha. You know. All right, Mike. Thanks for the call. Appreciate it. The other thing about this is, what happens if these dudes actually do end up having to come to Milwaukee? What what then? Like, are are they going to be somewhere where they're not going to allow people or fans or anything else? Because I, good, good luck, good luck getting that broadcast done without people booing and screaming and yelling and trying to disrupt your broadcast the whole time. Good luck with that. Hope it works out well for you. Because again, I mean, it's not just one guy. Like, you know, when Skip Bayless would trash a town, a San Antonio, or whatever the case may be, every time he talked, they booed. Okay, fine. Their entire show bashed Milwaukee. Like, every one of them. There wasn't anybody that really stood up for him at all, Dan Plunkett. And you know they're going to want to do that show in the Deer District, too. No. Keller, or she said uh, that they don't believe they're taking the show here. Stephen A. will come because he's their NBA guy. But they, they they don't believe they'll do the show here at all. Stephen A. I would assume they'll put him at Mecca Sports Bar and Grill and tell him to do the show from there. That would be my guess of where that's where I'd put him if I was uh, the Bucks, where I would tell him to go. Well, if I'm the Bucks, I'm just saying no. I'm I'm denying his access to no. the games. I'm doing all that stuff. There's no chance. I know there's no chance it's going to happen, but that's 100 percent what I would do. Yep. There's no chance because then Stephen A. will go on the air and cry that the Bucks, you know, are so sensitive, and just because he trashed Milwaukee, he should still get a credential, and he'll cry for. Ever about it. He'll be on his radio show, his TV show. He'll be on Twitter crying. Then you'll have the rest of the country ripping Milwaukee for being overly sensitive, calling us a trash city. Stephen A. was right. This just proves it. And you'll have everything else that goes along with it. No, that that's not a smart idea by by ripping the guy's credential from him. I, that I that I don't agree with. Ram, North Side, uh, you're next on uh, Sparky's Midday Madness. What's up, Ram? Hey, what's going on, Sparky? Good show. Thanks. Um, couple things here. It's an undercurrent and overcoming. Me being a black man here in Milwaukee, um, it, it's kind of like he's being attacked by Kwame Brown. I don't know if you follow some of that. Oh, no, yeah, yeah, They're yeah. Tearing him up. So what I don't like is, on both sides, is these chalk conversations. I don't think a person should be muzzled about saying something, you know, if it's truth involved, and then let the other side defend it. But the other side is, um, I don't think that he should trash Milwaukee because, I mean, Kareem played here, Oscar played here. Kareem demanded a trade out of here. Right, he sure did. And then the other side, on the Milwaukee, the relationship between the black and white community is not good. You know that, Sparky. I know that. That's I mean, not what he's talk- talking about, and you yeah. know it. No, he ain't no, talking he- about the relationship between black and yeah, whites in Milwaukee. No, he- he's talking about not having anywhere to go socially when right. he's here. That's, That's his problem. That's wrong, because I've been down to the Deer District. It's Water Street, Brady Street. It's I know. places to go to. Now, I didn't like the fact how they were, like, rolling in the uh, steamroller on Milwaukee like we're nothing. 
I totally disagree with that. Uh, and maybe some people like yourself and others need to uh, push back, you know, throw the, put the boxing gloves on. But, see, but again, I think a lot of it has to do with he's being attacked in the media real hard by a lot of former NBA players, and I think this is a way of him trying to, you know, come out the corner. That's what it sounds like to me. Maybe. But, but that doesn't explain Damian Woody and Molly Karam and Max Keller. Well, well they, feel, they feel like since he opened the door, I might as well come in and bring my groceries and my luggage in. That's what that was about. Because if he had said nothing about it, they weren't going to bring it. Because Molly Karam just flat out said uh, that Phoenix and Milwaukee are terrible cities. I mean, well, I, have, what is wrong with Phoenix? Somebody help me understand Phoenix. Isn't there plenty to do in Phoenix? Like, I don't understand. The Milwaukee thing, I guess I kind of get outside looking mean, in. When you said nothing to do, what do people mean by that, Sparky? Well, I'm guessing what they mean is there's not the restaurants, there's not the clubs, there's not stuff for them to do socially. Not the celebrities. When, when the, there's not the celebrities to intermingle with and so well, forth. We don't have DJ Khalid in our city, so we're not nothing. Well, that, I'm just, I, I guess. I, I, I guess. Well, we got to have somebody like Drake or right. or uh, Lil Wayne or somebody yes. like that. You Correct. Know, yeah. uh, that's, that's downtown or he comes here to a regular basis. Right. That, and so if you feel comfortable because... You get something like that going on? Is that what they mean? Yes. Wow. I think that's pretty much where we're going with this. Yes, wow. Ram. That's exactly right. Thanks for the call. <laughs> yes, right. that's that's that, that's the crap that we're dealing with. And again, like, Milwaukee's always had this knock. Forever. Before the Deer District, it was the knock. It's always been the knock on this town. Forever. The problem is, is that we've got a bunch of great places to go eat at. Bunch of great restaurants, lots of great food, lots of great bars and clubs and whatever. There's lots of great things that Milwaukee has to offer. But people don't give it an opportunity. I mean, how many times have you heard an NBA player, when they come to the Bucks, say, yeah, I mean, I never, I never left my hotel. I came to that haunted hotel or whatever it was, stayed there, played the game, and left. I never went out. Baseball players? Now, they... Have a better understanding. Now, they, I would be interested in seeing what their take on Milwaukee is. You know, those players, like red players and Cubs and Cardinals and those guys. Because a lot of times, baseball players do go out. Because they're here for three days, four days, whatever the case may be. So, a lot of times, a lot of those guys will go out and mingle. I know Tim Lincecum used to be out all the time when he pitched for the Giants. uh, Out in uh, Water Street at the bars or whatever. So, there are guys that do go out. Mainly baseball, not basketball. But, yeah. That again, it sucks hearing, but that 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 has been a knock on Milwaukee for quite some time. Uh, Michael in West Dallas, you're next on Sparky's Midday Madness. Hey, Sparky, what's up? A year or two ago, before the pandemic, the Bucks were in the playoffs, and Shaquille O'Neal came to town, and he had a big party. Shaquille O'Neal has had birthday parties for himself for years in Milwaukee. Right, and so Milwaukee is good enough. For Shaquille O'Neal, Shaq, yep. NBA legend, he didn't have any problem, you know, having a good time here. But to some old dude like Stephen A., this is what I suggest. Everybody, go to your Instagram in this day of media. Not to be nasty, but we can let ESP that we don't know Stephen A. and his, and his uh, co-worker see it. We can go to social media and we can complain. Sure you can. And everybody sure can. just speak up. Yeah, you that's can absolutely do that. Yeah, you yep. can absolutely go to social media, Michael. I think that's a good call. Thanks for the that's call. It. I, it, d- d- but again, 
there's not as many of us as there is in Atlanta or Chicago or New York. There's just not. We don't have the population to have as big of an effect. Can you have an effect? Yeah, to a certain degree, I guess you can have an effect. Um, are they going to pay attention to it? I, I, I highly doubt it. Again, Stephen A. Smith don't give to anything about this town. Logan in Orlando listening on the Odyssey app. A-U-D-A-C-Y. Logan, you're next on Sparky's Midday Madness. Hey, Sparky. So I'm actually the one that found this this morning. Oh, good job. And it has been unbelievable, the reaction from Wisconsinites and how proud we are of Milwaukee now. But I, I just get two main things from this. And the first one is, for young fans and athletes, when they see media trash small cities like this, it just gains a negative reputation. I mean, why are we surprised for seeing super teams in Brooklyn and Los Angeles now? Well, yeah, you're either going there because that's where they want to go. They don't want to play in the smaller markets. It, it, it's absurd. And the second thing is that I'm going for broadcast and journalism. I'm about to graduate next year. Where at? What school? Uh, I go down to Rollins and Full Sail. I actually oh. got my, uh, my bachelor in uh, UW-Milwaukee. I lived downtown on water for two years. Full Sail, full sail. for those of you that don't know, is the, the best school you can go to, pretty much, for Absolutely. broadcasting. They, they it's, it's the, it's the best and have, school. And they have former ESPN workers there Correct. who are amazing people. Yep. But when you see these ESPN journalists on there acting like this, is this what I'm supposed to learn? Is this how I do media? Just get clickbaity headlines and anger your fan base? Logan, this is what I'll tell you, okay? Uh, are you wanting to do radio or TV? TV. Okay, so I can't necessarily speak about TV because I've not done – I mean, I've done stuff at Fox 6. I've done stuff at CBS 58 here locally, whatever. But I've never done an actual show on TV like they're doing on TV necessarily. I can just tell you that my belief as doing sports talk radio since 1994 for the most part – um, is I've always gone with the belief is you say what you believe um, all the time and never let anybody tell you otherwise. And if somebody tells to try to have you say something that uh, is not your belief, then, you know, it, it's up to you to do what you want to do. I, I've never done it and I'll never do it. And I've always said I'll quit before I ever do something like that. Um, the other thing uh, that you also have to understand coming into this business just like everything else, is there's a lot of politics. And when you get to that level uh, where those people are at ESPN making millions of dollars, then you have a choice to make. And money changes people. Money changes athletes. Money changes everybody. You know, there are CEOs of companies, I'm sure, that were not all that fortunate and weren't all that wealthy growing up that now have all of this money and probably are somewhat completely different people than they were when they were younger. And as you get older, how old are you right now, Logan? 22. 22. So by the time you get to be about my age, 45, you're going to be completely different. I can almost but promise you. Your your views on life, uh, the things you like, you dislike, the people that you hang out with, more than likely is, is probably going to change along the way, more than likely. It doesn't happen to everybody. Rami Makhlouf is in here, hasn't changed a bit. But a lot of people do, you know, mature and change, and you have to make tough life decisions. And- you know, when they put a check in front of you and, you, and they say to you, hey, Logan, uh, we want you to come work at ESPN. Or, and, and hold on. Yeah, here's Ronnie. Right. Logan, 
Don't don't make people don't let people make you grow up. All right, dude. No, we're not asking. We're not even talking about that. But the the but, career thing. But yeah, Logan, Sparky's right. But you don't have to get like old and fuddy duddy. Right. Like Sparky no, you and don't change have all to. your tastes. Correct. Yeah, you right. can still be fun. Fine. Fair enough. You don't have to. Don't don't let people like tell you what an adult is and then try and fit in that box. Right. Just do you. Dude. But we're just talking about right. just takes in general. Like uh, my my take when I was earlier on in my career was ah chemistry in clubhouses and locker rooms ah. Crap. Just give me a bunch of talented players, we'll figure it out. And then Gary and Leroy and Gilbert Brown just hammering and hammering on me. And I came around and now I'm on the opposite side of it where I think it's a very big deal. So again, you're gonna learn, you're gonna adjust, you're gonna change. But just remember, when you have if you make it big, Logan, if you get to that point where you're there and they slide this check across the table at you and they go, This is what you're gonna make, but these are your producers that you're gonna work with, and this is the angle that we want to take then you have to make that decision in life of is this money worth, you know, maybe going against everything I thought when I was 22. And that is probably going to be a, a lot tougher decision than you realize at that moment in time. I've never been in that situation. I've never made that type of money in my life. But <laughs> that that is something that you may come across. So, you know, at 22, yeah, it's easy to say, oh, is that what this is all about? But until you're in that situation and you're playing with the big boys, you know, so-called big boys at that level on on a national media TV basis, it's different. Radio, it's not as as like that because radio is still more local than it is national, and a lot of these national TV guys are doing uh, radio as well now. So that's a little bit different. Thanks for the call. And you know, these guys that are doing just national radio, there aren't many of them. Most people of what you hear. Uh, like I say on CBS Sports Radio, they do local shows in their market, and then they do their national show. So a lot of these guys and girls are doing two shows a day. There are some that only do their national show and don't do shows in other markets, but a lot of these guys that you hear on Fox Sports Radio or CBS and, and these type, they're doing multiple shows a day. They're doing their local show, and then they do the national show on top of it. So they're not making a ton of money either, because if they were, they wouldn't be doing multiple shows a day. I promise you. That would probably... Not be happening. Uh, R- Rami Makhlouf is here. Hi. Did you hear the ESPN first take audio? You know. Because you don't listen to the to the station. Um, so somebody somebody tweeted it at me. Maybe it was him because Logan was the guy that tweeted it out originally. Possibly. And I didn't even bother with it. So you didn't hear it? I don't know why you guys care. So you didn't hear it, right? No. Okay. Here you go. You've lived here long enough. You've yeah. been in Kenosha. Yeah. You've lived in Milwaukee. I'm, yeah. You know I love lo- Milwaukee. Okay. Listen. Love Milwaukee. Here you go. Right. So Stephen A, I'm worried about these dest- these destinations that you po- you possibly have to go to for the NBA finals. I mean, no. <laughs> you really want to be in Mil- Milwaukee? Is that where you want to be? Milwaukee? Last year it was Miami. Hell LA. No. He's heading between Phoenix and Milwaukee now. You know now. what? A lot of segments going Stephen direct, a, right? You know what I just thought about, which is actually kind of funny? The only two times, the one time I didn't go to the Super Bowl, it was Minnesota. And this is the first year. I'm not sure what our plans are for first take, but I don't think we're going. Max and I will see. And it's going to be terrible cities. I mean, good karma for me on that. Terrible cities. Hold on, hold on, Molly. Hold on, Molly. Hold on, Molly. There is a news. There is breaking news here. I don't believe either of them are going to win their respective series, but I don't believe I've ever rooted for Atlanta, the Atlanta Hawks, and the Los Angeles Clippers <laughs> more in my life. I don't believe I've done it. Atlanta, I don't LA. believe I've ever rooted for them more in my life. And that you know is true. Stephen A., you feel good about Atlanta, L.A., too, besides the cities, the flights. There's so many flight options yeah. as well. Listen, you're li- it might hey, have been Utah hey, and hey, Milwaukee hey, this year, Stephen A. Hey. All I, all I know is this. When you get to those locations, it's worth the flight. 
I'll say that much. Atlanta and L.A. They ain't gonna, I don't believe they're going to do it. <laughs> but miss, I've never no, rooted for them Golden more in my State life. being in the mix. I, I like when we were at that resort Ever. up at Golden State. That was yeah. nice. That was like being on vacation. Hey, Harry is nice. All right. There you go. So, Molly Karam, your girl. Who you've had a crush on forever. I do have a crush uh, on her, yeah. Uh, you probably shouldn't anymore. Stephen A. Smith, care. Uh, Max Kellerman, and so forth. Why do you guys need these people's approval? See, oh, this no, is... oh, no, Damian Woody doesn't want to come to Milwaukee. See, now, again, this is I'm that... not going to run into Damian Woody on the streets right. of so Milwaukee is... and get his autograph. Right. So this is what I was talking about earlier. Oh, no, Molly Karam doesn't want to come. Molly Karam likes sitting by pools at resorts. Cool, good for her. This is, this is, fine. This is, this is what I brought up earlier. I said maybe if they trash the city of Chicago on the air, no. Chicago would be dude, no, no, I don't no. care. Listen to me, just let me finish. Okay, maybe Chicagoans would be like, "Who cares? We're better than you, anyhow." And maybe people in New York would be like, "Who cares? We're better than you, anyhow." So maybe in the larger markets, those people have that "we're better than everybody else" mentality, anyhow. And this isn't even about don't, Milwaukee. Don't really even Sparky, care about this. Is it. something we were just talking with young Logan. This is something I would just tell young people in general: stop looking for other people's approval. Uh, yes. Be, be happy with what you have. But this is the problem. Because when you're Milwaukee... If you're not happy with what you have, try to make it better. And you have Giannis... stop looking for people's approval. Th- but that's not the issue. When you're, the issue. when you're Milwaukee and you have Giannis, and you consistently hear of, they just don't want to play in Milwaukee. It has nothing to do with Giannis. They just don't want to play in that town. Is Giannis that, here? That, yes, but you can't get that other guy because as people will tell you time and time again... They don't want to play well, in the city of Milwaukee. So this little thing let's that's watch going... the Bucks win a championship and laugh in all these people's faces. I, I understand. And have a parade down the streets of Milwaukee no that question. we all love. Yes, I understand. All I'm saying is all I this, care about, this little thing here that exists spend, exists beyond that that TV show. We spend so much time, not just in sports, in life, just like getting upset over things that don't matter, that we have no control over. Just enjoy, just enjoy your life, dude, and don't worry about whether people like the same things you like or care about the same things you care about or want to live where you want to live or want to come visit where you good good they don't want to come to the deer district it's already too crowded i'm afraid of losing my spot i want to go back to that spot where i watch game seven of the brooklyn series uncle bucks yeah Yeah. i I don't want to lose that so good good they don't want to come here i'm glad that makes me that actually is a good thing so this goes back to big selfish well that's part of it for sure that's fine what did you hey have you ever thought of becoming your own is my voice still this bad yes um, now is the time to become your own boss at Young Express. How? Young Express they have How a, is this bad? How is it this bad? They have a 24-7 dispatch team. They're extremely dedicated to taking very personal to keep drivers moving. You're going from point A to point B, picking up freight and dropping off freight. Now, don't worry. You don't got to be a big dude. 99% no-touch freight. The freight's loaded and offloaded for you. So all you have to do is drive with minimal investment in your own vehicle. Young Express will provide you all the training necessary for you to become a successful transporter of expedited freight. Looking for full-time independent contractors? Join the Young Express team today. You can find them at youngexpress.com. That's J-U-N-G express.com. Young Express, success drives them. Dan Plucker, I had asked you for uh, something earlier, and I don't remember where you told me it was, uh, from the Peter Fagan uh, interview. Uh, where, where did you say this was? 18. That's what I thought you said. All right. Uh, so Peter Fagan, the Bucks president, uh, joined us earlier in the show, Rami Makhlouf. Rami's show coming up next. Just want to play this for him. Thank the you. very end of the interview, uh, I asked Peter Fagan about Bucks Lost, Cheryl Crow, and the likes. Oh, okay, good. Did you hear this? No. Oh, good. No, I didn't. Okay, here you go. Have you heard this before? Hey. Roy likes it. Roy's got that Bucks Lost. Got Bucks Lost. Mm. Listen to it. I love my Milwaukee Bucks. Have you, okay, have you, you heard this? I have not. Good. Well, that's positive for you. That's so, so, <laughs> yeah, good. 
At least we played it for you. Yeah, so this is this Eddie J. Lemberger, and the song's been like all over our radio station. I, I, I'm not a fan of it, uh, but but others in Milwaukee <laughs> are in, in, in big right fan there. of it. Now, and on. Cheryl Crow, you know, came out over the weekend and said that uh, her son Levi is a big Bucks fan and got a signed Giannis jersey from Santa. She asked for a Chris Milton signed jersey and apparently didn't get it. Um, so she's still wanting Chris oh, Milton. She's coming. She's coming to the Eastern Conference Finals. She's going to be in. Milwaukee with her son. It's been, nice. you know, she's she's present and part of it. So, make make no mistake, she's uh, she's gonna be here. She's she's in the game. Oh, so is she gonna sing the anthem for one of the games? Well, we've got somebody singing the anthem that's undefeated. Yeah, that's, so we're not gonna yeah, play right. with that. So she's while. performing in the Deer District. Well, I, I kind of I suggested, which is like why I, I kind of get silenced. Maybe 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 Crow does a warm up for the. Uh, for for the anthem singer, I don't think she'd take that so well. So I, I think we'll have her as a guest. And no, we'll... you just put her in the Deer District on an off night between the two games. Don't be telling people I'd run I'm just trying to help. You could have a Cheryl Crow concert oh, in the Deer man, District between the, the day between the two home games. So it's what would okay. that be? Thursday? Yeah. So Wednesday's a home game, Friday's a home game, Thursday night's an off no, day. Have a little concert already. down there. She'll just be a guest. Free, free, don't cost anything. You show Let's up. Start the relationship. I'm with you. I'm the most aggressive in the entire world. I'm with you. I love it. I wanna I want yeah. to get everything done. But in this, I think we gotta we gotta hold hands and date first. Let's there go. you go. I like that. I yeah, like but, you don't have to. but you don't Let's have, have to. But you don't have to. We want we want her to understand like the fresh coast and like our culture yeah. and like how deep it is and authentic it she's is to be a fan and then we'll have her forever so she's coming when do you know uh, i think friday all right see you tell her get that middleton jersey if you perform thursday i mean see you've got the leverage here she this wants to sign man. middleton jersey maybe even like chris meter then she'd really this be excited before you meet my parents you got man. some leverage yeah. i'm just saying yeah. you got no, some work. i love i love the excitement yeah i don't want to scare off like <laughs> don't you worry <laughs> I, I'm, I'm worried about your dating no 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 <laughs> So there is Peter you didn't, Pan. He didn't even give really his thoughts on the song, but the way that you that you framed it and the way that you sold it, of course he's not going to say framed that. He, it, yeah, sold it. Yeah, you were down on it from the start before you even played it. You were down on it. He didn't never you, heard you did, it before. You didn't just give it a fair shot. You didn't just say, "Let me play this for you." So this is what this tells me: this Eddie J. Lemberger Bucks Laws is a Rami deal. And nobody else heard of this thing. No, nobody else about, cares dude? about this thing. What are thing? you talking about? It's nobody. It's sweeping. It's, uh, it's hot it's in the streets, it. my friend. It's burning up. No. The Bucks no. lust is the thing. Mm-hmm. No. Sam, how so, many people did God. we call yesterday who thank said that they God. didn't have Bucks lust, but have it now? Like eight, nine guys. At least eight, nine dudes. What do you mean you? called? Called the show. You're calling people? No, they called the show. Oh, they called the show. And said, I didn't have Bucks Lust, but I got it now. But you got it now. And, and, and the most important thing is, oh, God, I still sound this bad. You're horrible, the, yeah. The most important... Do you have any honey or anything or Dude, some I, moonshine? I haven't, I've been on total vocal rest since I got off the air yesterday at 6 o'clock, and I've been drinking tea. I don't know what's going on. I barely even talk to my dog. Did you take any honey? He doesn't know if he's a good boy or not, because I haven't told him in like 24 hours. Yeah, I had honey in the tea the whole night. Honey is part of it, yeah. The whole thing. No, and especially when I get worked up, it just—it's ridiculous. So hopefully it warms up as the day goes on. But the most important thing is it's working, Sparky. It's working, okay. If we go away from Bucks Lust now, who knows what would happen? It's working, yeah. And that's the most important thing. It's working. They got through yeah. the nets. Yeah, they did. 
on on the heat of Bucks lust. It's not just our show either. I mean, Bart That's plays Bart it show, on his show. Really. Yeah. So you have two shows in the entire city playing your stupid Bucks lust song. Ain't two no shows other, with no other radio station by the is way, playing this. By the Nobody, way, they don't play it at the games. Hell, the president never even heard of it to play it at the game. And you wanted him to have Lemberger go down there and play this in the Deer District? Well, oh, you know my what? God. I got Dustin Godsey, chief marketing officer for the Milwaukee Bucks, coming in the show on Friday. And if there's anybody to talk to, about getting Eddie J in the Deer District. It's my guy, Dustin Godsey. So if we're going to have that talk yeah, if, on yeah, Friday, yeah. me and Dustin. Mm. So don't well, you Peter, worry about don't, it. Don't worry. Peter Fagel already have gotten to Dustin by that point. Be like, <laughs> dude, they play this crap for you when you go on. You don't commit to anything. <laughs> That's already going to be a conversation. That's what's going to happen. Because I bet you Godsey was listening to Peter during that interview and was like, what is that? Yeah, great. Now I'm going to go on and they're going to ask me about Bucks Lust. This is wonderful. Can't wait to talk with Rami. Maybe I'll have something come up. Uh, okay, Rami. So uh, what do you got coming up on your show? Coming up on the show today, Sparky. Jam-packed show today. Yeah. Cody Decker, former major leaguer, Odyssey. Oh, he is going to do it? MLB analyst. Yes, he's and the host of Down the Line. He's going to be here at 345. We're going to talk about Good. the new substance on balls. System you know, of enforcement. Cody Decker's not one place to be scared off of an opinion. Play that goofy song for him. I will. Yeah. I will do that. Yeah, for Cody. See, see what Cody says. Cody's going to join us at 345. Mm-hmm. Then it's Tuesdays with Winkler. My guy Bart Winkler is going to join us at 4 o'clock and a lot of Bucks talk with the people Furthermore, wrapped, wrapped around all that. And Dan Favali, NBA writer for Bleacher good. Report, like he's him. going to join me at 530. Like him. Yes. Did you see Cheryl Crow did respond to one person in Milwaukee that tweeted at her? Did you see that? Yeah. Who did she respond to? My friends at the Milwaukee Record. Yeah. That was a great piece. What song matches up with what player? Great piece. Shell Crow responded. Because I'm on the air and Gary's like, we start the show and Gary goes, yeah, I saw her respond to somebody out of Milwaukee. I was like, oh, crap. She responded to Rami? No. So then I went and I looked and I was Milwaukee Record. Maybe you should have Milwaukee Record write a song on Lemberger and then tweet the the song to Shell Crow. They're the ones who brought Eddie J. Lemberger to my attention. Well, then they obviously the decided the not record. to promote it to her. And uh, I, I didn't, I didn't read that article that she responded to because uh, my feelings were hurt. Hmm. Funny. Milwaukee sucks. Um, don't worry about it. Shell Crow doesn't respond to my tweet. Look, it's the end of the. I don't world. need Damian Woody's. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.